Hi, I'm Bob Witte with KPND in Sandpoint, Idaho. If I can be a fan of Skylight Books, LA's world-famous independent bookstore, from way up here in the Idaho Panhandle, then you can too from wherever you are. Visit the website, buy some books. You can even join their membership club and reap the benefits of supporting independent booksellers. Thanks. softer side meet me on the softer side softer side of your heart hi there and welcome to the skylight books author reading series you can find out about this and all of our other author events at www.skylightbooks.com where you can also browse our inventory as well as order books online you can also follow us on Twitter or even be our friend at Facebook.com. If you'd like to talk to a real person, we can be reached at 323-660-1175. And don't forget, Skylight Books depends on listeners like you to help support us. So whether you're in our neighborhood or browsing online, buy a book or two to help ensure that we'll be around for a long, long time. Thanks and enjoy. Um, now, of course... This afternoon, we have the great Cecil Castellucci with us. And I, yeah, come on. I get to introduce authors all the time, but never do I get to introduce authors I personally love this much. And I, you know, write a little brag list out, but when I was writing hers, my God, I thought I should throw in some insults just to even the playing field. Um, she's written 11 books, and I'm sure a lot of you, if you don't know her already, will get the chance to meet her. Uh, she is a master of all trades, and the same open spirit that she shows to her friends and her fans, she has shown in um, all sorts of different art forms. But when you read her different books, whether it's a young adult novel that is tragic and moving, whether it's a graphic novel, whether it's a kid's book, um, they all show that range of exploration and that big-hearted spirit. It's so nice to see. Um, she's won the Joe Schuster Award, Best Book for Young Adults, Great Graphic Novel for Teens Award, two-time McDowell Fellow, a California Book Award Gold Medal, um, and she was also the inaugural author for the DC um, uh, YA comic book series. Um, and she's also the, LA, the YA editor of the LA Review of Books and the Children's Correspondence Coordinator for The Rumpus. Um, please, let's give a warm round of applause once more, really loud. Come on, I want to hear it for Cecil Castellucci. Thank you. Uh, you know, Skylight is the um, is the bookstore where uh, I used to come in and dream about being an author one day. So it's always such a such an amazing treat to be here as an author, and um, also to be here with this book, Odd Duck, um, because I see so many of my odd friends out there. <laughs> I see you, <laughs> and I'm right here. Um, so uh, thank you so much, Carrie. That was amazing. Uh, uh, I, I'm just going to get right to it. Let's just uh, let's just start reading. So this is my book, um, Odd Duck. I hope you guys can see. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the book, and um, so that you can uh, uh, watch along uh, over there. Um, here we go. So Odd Duck. It's by me, Cecil Castellucci, and it's illustrated by the fabulous Sarah Veron. 
This is Theodora. She is in her room. She is sleeping. She's got some cool stuff in her room, like her shoes and her gloves and her slippers and, uh, you know, her duck lamp and some books because every good bedroom needs some books. Okay. Time to get up. She gets up. She puts on her slippers. Chapter one. Theodora's days were very busy. Wingspan exercises, daily sit-ups, quacking, quack, 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 quacking for perfect pitch and tone, and swimming. In the morning, she swam in straight lines across the pond with an object on her head to maintain perfect posture. It was always a cup of rosehip tea. In the afternoon, Theodora went to town to run her errands. She got duck food, just like all the other ducks, but also mango salsa. What? <laughs> At the grocery store, see, that's Gabe, the grocer. He's a, he's a good duck. Uh, she always has exact change, um, and he says, Thanks, Theodora. I'm so glad I finally found someone for that salsa. Then she goes to the craft store, and there's Velma with the hair. Velma, she's a cashier. She's a good duck. Uh, and then Theodora, she gets a bolt of sturdy burlap, just like all the other ducks. Uh, but then Velma says to her, well, what are the fabric squares for, Thea? Another one of your quilting projects? <laughs> then at the library, because everybody goes to the library, of course, there's Max, the librarian. He's a good duck. Uh, she gets a history of good ducks, just like all the other ducks. But also duck mysteries, duck space stories, and duck romances. It's good to see these books are circulating again, Max says. <coughs> no one has checked these out in years. How do we know that no one's checked them out in years? Can anyone tell me how do you know that, that, that no one's checked them out in years? Yeah, he's dusting them, right? And he's coughing, there's so much dust. Uh, he's dusting the books with a rag. Then Theodora would pedal home. She never flew, even though her wings were in tip-top shape. She enjoyed living close to town, but not too close. Theodora Duck liked to be alone. Every night, Theodora fixed herself a fine supper and gazed up at the stars and made a wish on the first star she saw. She knows all the constellations, of course. Her wish was always the same. Theodora wished that nothing in her happy life would ever change. So you see, how do you know that those are the constellations? Can anybody tell me? Does anybody know how we, what the clue is that, that those are the constellations? You see how it's got, it's got the little lines that show you. So that's how you know what the images are. Just in case you're in there are any budding astronomers here. <laughs> Chapter 2. One day, Theodora noticed something strange. Someone was moving into the empty house next door. Hold on, I have... I have. Someone was moving in next door. The new neighbor had set up all kinds of gadgets and sculptures that were both modern and strange. After a few days, it was clear the new duck intended to stay. So he's got terrible screeching that could be music, or maybe not. 
He's got a tree house with windows painted black. He's got a busted window. He's got weeds in a pot, not even a flower. He's got a smelly old couch. He's got a mini observatory, a little Trojan horse. You'll learn about that in high school, Trojan horses. Uh, it's the, you know, it has to do with the Odyssey, which I just read. Um, giant cardboard chicken and a conceptual sculpture, which is umbrellas with rocks. <laughs> Theodora prided herself on being a gracious bird. She was determined to make the best of a bad situation. It was time to meet this new duck. She found him sunbathing in the backyard. Theodora looked the new duck over. Feathers dyed strange colors. Feathers askew. Feathers not well oiled. Politely, she tried to ignore his defects. Hello. Flap, flap, flap. Uh, I'm Theodora. Shove. Hi, I'm Chad. This duck had no manners. Hey, is that how you clean your table? Do you shove all your stuff off the table? No. no. That guy's weird. All right. <laughs> Theodora daintily sliced him a piece of cake anyway because that is what good ducks do. Look at that, that little guy. That, that little dog has dirty socks for ears. God, such str strange creations. And then Chad began to talk. Blah, 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 blah. Are those even words? She can't even hear what he's saying. Yeah, there's just squiggly lines. Uh, he's got a racy drink with an umbrella, which good ducks certainly do not drink, and such unsightly feathers. Look at those feathers. Theodora could not relate to a single thing that he said. Theodora knew one thing was certain. She and Chad Oh, here you go. Yeah. She and Chad would not be friends. And look, how is he how is he combing his feathers? With with a fork. Do you do you Ben, do you comb your hair with a fork? No. Yeah, that's weird. All right. Chapter three. Theodora decided to keep to herself. Chad was not her style of duck. He was singing off key, woo woo woo, and waving hello, and singing out of tune, and violent dancing, and I don't even know what's going on over there. Still, every morning, Chad would wave to Theodora as he did his exercises. Then there was his swimming, splashing on Theodora's shoes. Is he swimming in nice, normal lines? No, that duck. That duck, that Chad, <laughs> splashing everywhere. And in the afternoons, Chad would spend hours hammering away at the large objects that he called art and proudly displayed in his yard. Theodora thought his art was big and ugly. Well, thought Theodora, it's nearly winter. Chad will go south soon enough. Is that how you barbecue? Is that how your mom or dad barbecues? Upside down? But that's how Chad barbecues. Theodora always meant to fly south for winter, but she never did, preferring instead the calm and quiet of the pond. All the same, Theodora liked to watch the other ducks fly south. From the ground, they looked so mighty and beautiful. She was almost tempted to join them, but never did. Next year I will fly south with the others, she thought. Next year, I will do it for sure. When the last duck faded from view, Theodora sighed, ready begin to begin her day. Then she noticed something unusual. <gasps> what do you think she noticed? Chad. Can you scroll it down just a little? I don't want to give away the, the stuff. All right, Chad. Look, he, he, why isn't he flying south? 
What's wrong with his wing? He broke it, yeah. He heard it while hammering one of his art projects. <laughs> Chapter four. In winter, every morning, Theodora would do her duck exercises in the warmth and safety of her bathtub. But not Chad. He did not seem to notice the cold at all. Theodora would brave the winter cold only once each day when she stepped outside to look up at the night stars. <gasps> look at that. It's the night sky, guys. See all the, see all the, all the, all the constellations? There's, uh, there's Auriga and Gemini and Cassiopeia. That one's easy to see because it looks like a W in the sky. And then Pegasus and Aquarius. <gasps> sky. Would you like to look through my telescope, she heard Chad call. Here, take a look. Being a well-mannered duck, Theodora could not refuse. She had never seen a star so closely before. It was beautiful. Oh, she said, show me another one, and Chad did. Pretty soon, they stopped looking at the stars, and Chad and Theodora began to talk. Theodora says, I think the Pleiades are my favorite stars. Oh, me too, Chad says. I think duck food is a little dry. I always put a little lemon salsa, lemon mayo on it. Oh, Theodora says, I agree. I always add a little mango salsa. Gave the grocer orders for me special. Mmm, Chad says, I love salsa and I love mangoes. Hey, Theodora, do you like the book A History of Good Ducks? A History of Good Ducks? It's so boring. Maybe Chad was not so bad after all. Chapter 5. For the rest of the cold winter, Chad and Theodora shared lunch every day and gazed up at the stars together at night. And even though they were very different, they felt the same way about most things. Chad and Theodora talked about everything, but sometimes they didn't have to say anything at all. By the time the other ducks came back from their trip south, Theodora and Chad were inseparable, and Theodora had something she never had before. Theodora had a best friend. Chad was not like the other ducks. When he got excited, he talked a mile a minute, and he never arrived any place on time. But Thea didn't, Theodora didn't mind anymore, because that was just Chad. One day, when they were walking back through town after doing errands, Theodora and Chad overheard Gabe, Velma, and Maxwell snickering. Oh my goodness, look at that odd duck. <gasps> Don't listen to them, Chad. Theodora felt sorry for Chad. It was true that Chad was odd, but he was her friend. Oh, Theodora, I don't mind about them. It's you I'm concerned about. Oh, don't be concerned for me, Theodora says. Well, Chad said, it's just that we have to face it. Those ducks are right. Yes, those ducks are right. You are a bit odd, Theodora. What? I'm not odd. You're odd, Chad. They were calling you the odd duck, Theodora. I am most certainly not odd, Chad. You are mistaken. Oh, come now, Theodora. You are a duck who swims with a teacup on her head, eats mango salsa quilts, likes old books, and stays home for winter. <gasps> well, you are a duck, Chad, who dyes his feathers and swims in all kinds of crazy directions, even when the pond is frozen. <laughs> Which one is the odd one? Which one is the odd one? Chad? <laughs> slam, slam! <laughs> Chapter 6. Why that duck? 
Why was I ever friends with him? I was just doing him a favor. I could see that he needed a friend. Look how distracted she is. What's happening to her? What's she doing with her teapot? She's on the floor. She's so distracted. Theodora was so mad that she did not leave the house for three days. She did not like being angry. It made her uncomfortable. Not even rose hip tea could calm her down. She had some nervous pacing. She had some general malaise. She had some uncontrollable twitchiness. On the fourth day, Theodora decided that the only thing to do was to return to her own old routine. 7 a.m. swimming. Such lovely straight lines. <gasps> Teacup did not fall once. It's a new personal best. But no one to share the news with. 8 a.m. quacking. Quack, 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 quack. A high C, but no one to sing with. 9 a.m. wingspan exercises. Flapping has never been better. But no one to time it. Who's she missing? Chad. Chad. Then it was time for errands. First she went to Gabe for her groceries. Oh, a new kind of fruity salsa. And fancy gourmet mayonnaise. But even though she wanted to try the new flavors, it wouldn't be fun to try them alone. Then she went to Velma's. Everything looked like a fun project, but who would she borrow the tools from? Finally, she went to the library, where the guest speaker was uh, uh, Duck McDuck. Uh, duck art through the ages. The visiting lecturer sounded very interesting, but she didn't want to be the only duck there. What is she pedaling home with? Look at her heart. Is it a happy heart or a sad heart? Sad heart. In the old days before Chad, Theodora was perfectly happy, but now everything seemed boring without Chad to share it with. Theodora thought about calling one of the other ducks. I finally found a customer for that salsa. Another one of your projects, Thea? No one has checked those books out in years. Are those nice ducks? No. no. Click. As Theodora prepared her supper, she began to think. She did not like to think that she could be wrong, but she had never known Chad to lie. <gasps> Which could mean only one thing. Squirm, squirm. Step, step. Squirm, squirm. You were right, they both say. I am a little odd. Oh, I'll try to be more normal. No, I'll try to be more normal. But I like you the way you are, Chad. And I like you the way you are, Theodora. It's not so bad to be odd, Theodora thought. Not when you have an odd friend. The end. <laughs> so that's my book, um, uh, uh, Odd Duck. Um, and um, I, I'll take any questions if anybody has any questions about the book. Does anybody have any questions? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Why, do you, why was he so odd? Why was he so odd? Well, well, Chad is odd because, well, he's an artist, right? And that automatically is like a default makes you odd. And uh, look, he's got, he's, he doesn't even, he doesn't even brush his feathers, you know? He's, he's very strange. And he wears goggles. And, and Theodora, she's always got gloves and a hat and a teacup. So they're both odd. Yeah? Why did Chad paint his feathers different colors? Well, I, you know, he, I, think, I think 
as the author. I think that he thought it might look pretty. Can you, can you see somebody else who might have colored some parts of their hair over here? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, me, exactly. So I, I, think, I think it looks pretty, and I bet you that Chad thought it looks kind of pretty, too. <laughs> Any other questions? Yeah? How do you make an odd friend? How do you make an odd friend? Well, I think the best way to make an odd friend is to uh, uh, first um, be yourself and then also allow your friend to be themselves. And uh, the, the, the secret is that actually everybody is a little bit odd about something. So um, you just have to respect whatever the thing that your friend is a little bit odd about, you know, and recognize it and just say, I salute you odd thing that you like or do. <laughs> yes? Yes, so um, Sarah Veron is the illustrator, and she's actually one of my favorite illustrators. She did a great book called Robot Dreams. She also has a great book called Bake Sale, and she has a picture book called Chicken and Cat, which is fantastic. Um, and so basically what happened with this book was that um, I sold it as an early chapter book. As you can see, it's a chapter book. There are six chapters. Um, and it was supposed to be just all words with spot illustrations. And um, uh, I sold it to a publishing company as a three-book series, and um, they hired Sarah Veron to do the spot illustrations. And because she happened to be one of my favorite comic book artists and I write comics, I said, let's throw out all the words and, um, you know, uh, make it into a weird hybrid. Uh, uh, they didn't like that idea. <laughs> they thought, so, so we did it. We said, well, let us just propose something to you. And so this is what we proposed. And um, they didn't like it, so they erased things, and then they cut and paste things, and then they, they made it look really normal. And I was like, isn't that weird that this is a book about being odd, and they're trying to make it, well, it doesn't fit in with the other early readers. I was like, well, that's... Really, we got to go. So we left, and um, we went to First Second, who totally got, they do great comic books, and, um, and, and uh, they totally got it, and they just, they just let us do what we wanted to do. So her and I worked very, very closely to, um, to collaborate when we got to this point, and basically she broke it down and threw out a lot of my words so the action were there, but then we kept it as sort of a picture book, but also a comic book, so, um, so we worked together on that. So sometimes she would say, I think we need another sentence here, and sometimes I would say, I think we need another panel here and stuff, so yeah. Well, there's only one now because we we you know yeah yeah we only we only we we bought the other ones back and we uh we only sold one so hopefully there'll be a book too but I know I have the title I already wrote it it's called Chad and Theodora and the Dance Contest and you can imagine how that goes yeah <laughs> yes uh, I think I think I'm a little bit Chad but then I think I'm a little bit Theodora. But I think me and Sarah, um, when, when we're together, she really related to Theodora. Like, Theodora was re really easy for her to draw. And I think Chad is a little bit easier for me to write. So I think I'm Chad. <laughs> That's OK. <laughs> did you have an, I'm sorry, Patty. I think I, I did you answer, did I answer your question? OK. Any other questions? Yes, in the back over here. 
Oh gosh. Well, Grandma's gloves. I love Grandma's gloves. Um, that's my other picture book that I have. Uh, that I have. I think they have one up there. Um, oh, I love it, but it's um, it's a very sad book. That's a sad book. This is not a sad book. I mean, it's sad if you're, you know, when you know when you're dealing with your friends and maybe losing them. But um, but I think this is a lot happier. So. I like happy, although I like a good cry every once in a while. I, I like them both. <laughs> Any other? Qu oh, did you have a question? He wants to know if you are a fast writer or a slow writer. Oh, I'm a fast writer, I think. Yeah, I'm a fast writer. But this book, because it, because it went through so many um, incarnations, it actually took eight years before it came out. So I've been waiting for this book for a long time. So I'm super excited that it's finally here. Yes? Uh, well, I don't, I mean, I, I know uh, uh, there's a science fiction and fantasy author that I know I'm acquaintances with um, named Theodora, but... Oh, really? No, yeah, I don't know why. I was sitting at a dinner, and I just, I was like, I will write about a duck named Theodora, and she will have a teacup on her head, and I have no idea where it, that came from, that name. What about Chad? Chad, I just thought Chad, you know, when you think of the name Chad, usually you think of like a, like a big, beefy, blonde jock, you know? And I just thought that it would be so great to like have it be the opposite of what you expected a Chad to, to look like. <laughs> but he is a Chad. He's totally a Chad. <laughs> any, other, any other questions? Yeah? Oh, um, uh, next I have coming out in, um, well, I write young adult novels as well as um, young people's books. Um, and my next book is called Tin Star, and it comes out in February. And it's uh, book one in a um, two-book science fiction series. And it's about a girl named Tula who is abandoned uh, to the only human on a space station in outer space with aliens. Um, and I'm pretty excited about it. And it's a YA, so it's, it's for older kids. Any any other questions? Well, I'm oh I have I have duck buttons for everyone too. So odd uh, duck buttons. You can pick if you want a Chad button or a Theodora button. Um, but thank you so much for um thank you so much for coming out. And thank you to Skylight Books. I'll be over here signing. You've been listening to the Skylight Books author reading series. Don't forget that you can check out this and all of our other great podcasts at www.skylightbooks.com. Today's music was provided by Fragile Gang. You can check them out at MySpace, Facebook, and the iTunes Music Store. Thanks for stopping by, and we hope to see you soon.